Welcome to our Monday morning meditation session. How are you this morning? I am very pleased that you are here. And I'd like to begin with just a few minutes of resting in open awareness. Then we'll go on to talk this morning about some practices or what I call good habits of mind, nine of them, that can serve us well and can help build our resilience if we practice these habits of mind. So let's just take a minute or so and sit comfortably, open and relaxed. Don't block your thoughts, your emotions, or any sensations that arise in your body. Just be present and stay. Thoughts or emotions come up, you can notice them. They are like clouds passing before the sun. Just be present to what's happening now. Keep your eyes open or closed. Begin. Not surprisingly, our first good habit of mind is mindfulness meditation. Being mindful is less about paying attention to external elements and more about paying attention to what is happening inside of us. 
I think of mindfulness in terms of resilience as the ultimate resilience booster because it is portable. You can do it anywhere. It is teachable. You can learn it very quickly. As you know, if you've been doing our podcasts, it's free. And it's been on the market for more than 2,000 years. So it has a lot of staying power. The basic point here is that if we actually pay attention in the right way to the nature of our experience, how we live our lives, and how we manage and lead others would dramatically change for the better. Why? Because if we do mindfulness on a regular basis, we start by leading ourselves, managing ourselves, and then we are prepared to lead and manage others. Don't worry ever if you get lost in thought, if you ruminate about the past, you worry about the future, you compare yourself to others, continually think about every adversity you have ever had in your whole life. It doesn't matter. In mindfulness, we experience all thoughts as neutral or one taste. And we just keep bringing our mind back and back and back. Okay? That's the first practice, right? Good, you know that one. Here's the second good habit of mind. Discover your true north. Discover your higher purpose in life. If you know why you are on this planet, your higher purpose, doesn't matter what job you're in or no job, if you know your higher purpose, you will be able to live your life with passion rather than just reacting to what's happening. Good habit number three, be for yourself. Because humans have a negativity bias, many of us are prone to self-judgment and self-criticism. Imagine treating yourself like you would treat a dear friend. You'd be encouraging, warm, and sympathetic, and you'd help yourself heal and grow. What would life be like? if you were more on your own side. Here's good habit number four. Be curious. Being curious means always being in the question, not in the answer. Here's two questions I always keep in the forefront of my mind. How might I be wrong? And what else is going on? Curiosity is the quality of being interested in what's occurring right now 
rather than being in the answer about what's occurring right now. It's a mindset of beginner's mind. Good habit number five, face reality. Resilient people know adversity is a fact of life and they face it. Facing reality really amounts to talking to yourself, giving yourself a cognitive intervention with a hopeful and optimistic attitude, which I will say more about in a minute. Although you might have wished this moment to be different, maybe we all wish this moment, these COVID times would be different. Still, this is how things are right now. To fight with this reality is to suffer. Open to this moment, this feeling, sensation, mood, whatever, without judgment. Being in this way is a doorway to building resilience. I love the Alcoholics Anonymous Serenity prayer relates very much to this good habit of mind. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Here's good habit number six. Cultivate optimism and hope. Optimism and hope is the starting point for a future, for creating a future that is better than today. When we cultivate optimism and hope, we dig deep down inside ourselves to find our most unique talents and gifts and use all of our resources to help us along the way whatever difficulties we face, the optimism and hope that tomorrow will be better. That's what, that what's happening today is actually impermanent. Helps us to get up every morning, put one foot in front of the other and carry on. And when we believe things will get better, they often do. Mind shapes the actions we take. Mind can create an upward spiral versus a downward spiral. Habit number seven, look through a positive lens. This relates to the habit we just described. And this habit, looking through a positive lens, is consistent with the basic assumptions of positive psychology and appreciative inquiry. Resilient people see the good in situations and in others. For example, in others, they believe people are basically good at heart and that people are trying to do their best, the best they can with what they have. They believe that others have an inherent desire to learn and steadily improve themselves. They're just like you, right? 
They believe that people are motivated by contributing what they do well to something larger, to a higher purpose, and that makes a difference in the world. You could uh, try this exercise. Think of a person with whom you have had difficulties with. Got that person in mind? Now, through a positive lens, write down three positive qualities about this person. Make them real. You've actually observed these qualities and record these qualities. Got that? And it could be that the person wears nice perfume, right? If we try, we can usually find positive qualities in situations. Another thing you could do is you could reframe, just reframe what you're thinking. A frame is a mental model. It's a set of ideas and assumptions that you carry in your head to help you understand and assemble information into a coherent pattern. If you have a negative thought about someone, just as in the exercise we just did, remember to reframe. Take a situation. You could think about a problem you are facing as a challenge rather than as a threat, right? A challenge frame builds resilience in the face of stress. Here's another good habit. I think we're up to number eight now. Find ways to live your values, your core values. If we are to experience life to the fullest and be at our fullest potential, we need to experience our life as a calling. We already said this, a calling toward our higher purpose, what we can look to as our true North Star that we want to follow throughout life. If we can't think of that calling quite yet, here is one thing that we can do. We can start changing the quality of our life for the better when we identify which values matter to us and then act on those values to have a positive impact. Resilient people are able to create some sort of meaning for themselves and others no matter what is happening. Core strong values can infuse an environment with meaning because they offer ways to interpret and shape events. In this way, they are like mental frames, mental models. Most importantly, our values help us to guide our decision-making. Whether we know it or not, we are acting on our values. The inner drives outer. 
So let me clarify this a little more because this is something we can do and we can do this now. Values are beliefs reflected in behavior which one considers important for how life should be and how one should act. Values define our being. They are rooted in our past. They are usually stable across time. And they give us a clear sense of who we are, what we believe, and what we stand for. Ponder this right now. What is one value that defines most of who you are? And if you don't know the answer, I'm going to give you a hint right now. If this value was taken away from you, or you were forbidden to act according to this value, your life would be measurably for the worst. If you can think of a value like that, that's an indication that this value is important to you, that it's a core value. For example, a core value for me is learning. If I couldn't keep learning, my life would be measurably for the worse. How can you express this value so that your work and your life feels more like a calling? In this way, you begin to discern your higher purpose. Your higher purpose becomes more clear. And if you look for ways to incorporate core values into your daily life, you will become more resilient. You will understand why you're making your choices or the choices that you do and whether or not these choices are in congruence with your internal values. Without knowing your values, you might end up becoming someone you don't intend to. Getting alignment between what you value and the actions you take gives you more control over how people see and experience you over time. Don't forget, people believe what you do, not what you say. Edgar Schein, the great leadership scholar, writes that leading culture is what leaders do. Developing the values and advancing the beliefs of the way people make decisions and operate in any organization is ultimately the most powerful operating system in the organization. How could you be a part of doing that if you do not know your own values? And here's the last good habit to cultivate to build resi resilience, cultivate your relationships. When you connect and have meaningful relations with others, that increases the support you get in times of adversity. So please contemplate 
and do these good habits of mind that build resilience. Good luck. Continue to practice. And as always, I wish you a great practice week.